0: Sammy. Yes. What's cooking? Is that better?
1: Yeah, I think I could hear you before too. Can you hear me?
0: I could perfectly. Thank you. I want to give you a proper introduction here. Everybody, we've got a foodie rock star, CU Boulder alumni for those Hungry Buffs listeners. Sammy Udell lives in Los Angeles. She started a food truck called Whole Sam a few years ago and used the platform to ignite an extremely successful private chef and catering business. And she hasn't looked back since. Sammy, I usually start with asking people what's cooking. And in your sense, literally, what is cooking right now?
1: <laughs> well, nothing is cooking right in this moment, thankfully, because today I actually have a day off. Wow. that
0: might, What is that like for you? Like, do you go completely stay away from the kitchen?
1: Um, it depends on the day. Sometimes I'm actually excited to do more, like, research and development and, practice cooking and sometimes i'm like i don't even want to look at the kitchen
0: so it really just depends on my mood and what mood are you in today
1: well today i actually have a, a pretty full day plan i have a couple meetings and also have physical therapy since i tore my acl and then my parents are coming later today to visit oh that's awesome my, yeah so i have a full day but Today, I will not be in the kitchen.
0: And, Sammy, on days off, when you're getting hungry, do you ever cook for yourself, or are you just burnt out from the kitchen completely that you switch it up?
1: It really depends. Sometimes I do cook for myself, but sometimes I just order food, or I really like to go out to restaurants, and I'm a really big foodie, so if I have a day off, it's definitely a good opportunity to go out and explore At the same time, if I have leftover ingredients or something easy that I could whip up, I will cook in the kitchen.
0: What is your favorite thing to whip up just on the fly, like off the cusp if you're hungry, don't want to put much work in?
1: Well, a lot of times when I'm cooking for my clients, I'll have like a leftover salad dressing or a leftover sauce. And if that's the case, I would like to whip up a ribeye or a steak. And just have a side salad or some vegetables with the sauce. That's like my
0: favorite meal. Well, I wish I had the cooking ability to look at whipping up steak as just another day in the life. I, I do not know how to cook like that, Sammy. That's so to amazing. To me,
1: that's the easiest. Like, if you just buy a nice cut of steak, you can just cook it. You know, that's minimal dishes and minimal mess and... To me, that's the easiest.
0: That sounds incredible. And what would you say your favorite thing to cook for clients is? Do you have a specific dish that you really enjoy preparing?
1: Mm, No, but for the sake of answering the question, lately I've been loving making Mexican food, and i also been loving making Persian food, which before, about six months ago, I didn't even know really what Persian food was. But I started studying it because one of my clients wanted to eat it and now I love making it because I love turning people's heads upside down when they find out that they'll also like Persian food because typically people think like oh I don't really like that type of food and now I think I've changed a lot of people's minds about that type of cuisine.
0: And did you ever think when you got into the food business the industry that you'd be cooking Persian food? I mean I feel like that's something that really doesn't get much clout in cuisines you don't really hear Persian being spoken about much I know there's a big Persian population in LA has that influenced you at all with that
1: um a little bit but more it was one of my clients that really wanted the Persian food and then I realized that I live right around the corner from all these Persian restaurants and Persian grocery stores and I actually had a couple Persian friends in Los Angeles so I actually texted one of my Persian friends and said hey do you know how to cook? And he said, no, but my mom is amazing if you want to talk to her. So I ended up calling a random stranger, but it was a friend's mom. And we talked for like an hour and she was giving me recipes over the phone, trying to explain like the cuisine and the traditional dishes and what you would find on the Persian table at like a holiday or a fancy night. So I did my market research and then I got a Persian cookbook, which apparently is like the Bible for certain Persian cooking and families, and I found some really good recipes, and then I went to a Persian, a Persian restaurant by my house, and I tried the food, and I just thought to myself, okay, this is what it tastes like. I know I can make something that tastes better than this because I didn't particularly like it. And then I just got cooking and started practicing.
0: So it's amazing. You were telling me earlier in our conversation, the research and development is a big part of what you do on off days. I could tell how passionate you are about food, how much can be said about really you going out and testing different restaurants, menu items, and gaining inspiration from that. And I see you also go to, you know, all of these food marts, a lot different types of places just to feel vegetables, vegetables, Like, Sammy, you really have a personal touch with food. How far does that go for you with developing menus and just creating your vision?
1: For me, it's just crucial. Like, it's 100% necessary because I'm cooking every single day for the past five years with the exception of a few days off here and there. And when I'm cooking that much, it's really easy to get, like, disrupted in my brain and feel completely stuck. And it's really important for me to go out to restaurants and then I find inspiration. So if I like a restaurant and I'm like, wow, you know, they put a beet salad with avocado and some crispy rice and grapefruit. And like, that's something I would have never done. Now I know those ingredients kind of mesh and I can play with that idea. And maybe it sounds like stealing or something to another person. But to me, it's just like igniting new parts of my brain and getting like passion and the farmer's market is the same for me because at this point, a lot of the farmers know me. So when I go there, they're like, Oh my God, we have this new cut of meat or we have this new vegetable that you probably never tried. You should try it. And at this point I have such a good relationship with so many of the farmers that they'll even give me stuff for free. Like here, try this herb. And like, let me know what you cooked with it. Send me pictures of what you cooked with it because sometimes the farmers are feeling the same way that I am so we're all kind of feeding off of each other's inspiration and motivation and creativity and I think that eating out at restaurants is like one of the things that inspires me the most if it's a good restaurant if it's a bad restaurant it's depressing and I'm like mad at myself for spending the money but if it's a good restaurant it really inspires me and gets me thinking about how they're cooking and a lot of times I'll ask to talk to the chef I'll ask him or her, how she cooks something, or where she bought something. And usually they're really nice, and they really are excited that I, I'm so curious as a eater at their restaurant. Not everybody is so curious about that type of stuff. So they're usually pretty inclined to share their secrets or share their passion.
0: That's awesome, Sammy. And what I've always admired about you since you got started with your food truck is how – you've had no fear about asking questions and really being curious about every stone being unturned where you have no problem getting out there and really doing research. Can you delve into a bit what the food truck experience really did for you to instill the confidence you have to this day with your current business?
1: Yeah, I mean, I think it's exactly what you just said. The food truck gave me the confidence to run my current business. I ran a food truck I would say successfully in Los Angeles for two years, my food truck got on, you know, top 10 best food trucks in LA type of lists by different publications. And so many publications were interested. Uh, Coors Light made a video about my truck and um, Buzzfeed made a video about my truck. And we really had a lot of people's interest. And that was just enough for me to say that is a success. Financially, I don't know if people would necessarily call it a success, because it did lose a little bit of money. But it was worth it. Like the amount of money that I ended up losing feels more like an investment for me to learn how to run a business. And I really think that the truck showed me that anything is possible. And I can't be scared of what I don't know. Because you can figure it out and I can figure it out. And so in the beginning, the parts that really, really freaked me out were like the maintenance of the truck. And like, I don't know how to change the oil of the generator or fill up the water. And if the water isn't working for some reason, how to mess with the screws and type that type of stuff is more in my mind, like man's work. So for me, that type of stuff was really hard to get over the hump. But slowly but surely, I started realizing, like, I can't keep calling, you know, an engineer, technician, or, you know, the mechanic to fix all this stuff. So I need to start to learn. And the more I started to learn, the more confident I became with doing things around my own house, or helping other friends with things that are broken, or, you know, I was at my friend's house the other day, and she said her heat wasn't working. And I was able to just like, kind of get in there and see if I could fix it by lighting the pilot, you know, those types of things that you don't necessarily think you could ever figure out but you can you just have to start somewhere and have a passion for learning and I don't think anything can give you more passion for learning than owning your own business because no one else is going to figure these things out for you and you absolutely or I absolutely had to and when you're when I was put in such a forced position of having to figure things out I learned a lot quicker.
0: Yeah. And Sammy, you've done a remarkable job with how you've transitioned from the food truck to the private chef and catering business. What would you say was the toughest transition for you? Because from afar, it's really seemed seamless to me. Obviously, I'm sure it hasn't been that easy. But what made you really decide was there a aha moment where you were like, OK, this food truck's been a great anchor. It's time to evolve this into a private chef business. Or did it not really come about that way?
1: I think there was an aha moment. And the aha moment was when people were contacting me to be their private chef. And I started raising my rates because I was thinking, like, it's only worth it if I can make this much money because if not, then I always I have my food truck and I have to focus on that. So it'd be like, I could cook a dinner for, let's say, $500 just for one or two people and they reimburse my groceries. Or I can go out on the food truck buy the groceries, which is for hundreds of people and fill up the gas and fill up the propane and fill up the water and drive to my event and clean the truck and all these things that are a lot harder and a lot more expensive, a lot more overhead. And I need to, you know, pay the rent and pay the bills and pay the insurance and pay my employees and pay for the groceries. And then I'm only selling $10 sandwiches. So at the end of the day, I would look at my gross sales and let's say they were like, $600 that's like a decent day I wouldn't say that's an awesome day but that was a day that we have definitely had we've even had worse days than that and then or I could go to somebody's beautiful home in the Hollywood Hills and they're gonna pay for the groceries and I just need to cook them a dinner and it came to an aha moment or like a point in the road where that just sounds more fun to me more easy to me it kind of feels like I'd be working smarter instead of harder in this moment. And that's not to say that everybody should be a private chef instead of owning a restaurant, or that was definitely the right decision for me. And I don't know, talking about it right now, I almost feel like, oh, I gave up on the truck, but I don't actually feel that way because to me, that was just an easier lifestyle and one that I knew how to do a lot better. And I think part of being an entrepreneur is choosing the things that you know how to do and you can do really well and then going from there. Because if I continue to build my private chef business, who knows what's going to happen down the road. Maybe I will open a restaurant again one day. But right now, this is just a financially and an easier lifestyle for me to live and a happier one. And my skin is happier because I'm not on a grease filled food truck every day. So for me, this is a better life.
0: That, yeah, Sammy, I would look at that. You used that, uh, your food truck as a platform to springboard your career. And it was absolutely incredible because you built credibility. You built your personal brand. And then it helped you figure out how to take the next step. I mean, do you even think you'd be able to be as successful of a private chef right now if you didn't have that food truck experience behind your belt?
1: I really don't think I would be able to be as successful as a private chef because it gave me more confidence. And before I had the truck, you know, people would say, like, you're not a chef or, you know, how it is in the world of the restaurant world. It's like if you didn't go to culinary school and if you weren't executive chef of a restaurant, then you're not really a chef. And that would kind of get to me. But at this point, it's like, I don't really care what people say. Like, I know that I've been able to run businesses and I'm an amazing cook. And whether people call me a chef or not, that doesn't even matter because look what I do. You know, I cook for two chains, DeMarcus Cousins, Ludacris, Nick Jonas, and, they're all so happy with me. And some of those people have been my clients for over four years. That's amazing. And Sammy, are you at
0: the point where do you have to turn down potential clients based on time? Like take me through a a day-to-day life for Sammy Udell. Is there a normal routine where you're able to build in more clientele or are you just completely packed right now?
1: Um, I think right now it's very hard, but Inquiries come and if they fit for some reason, it usually feels like some type of luck and I'm able to take them, but I'm definitely not currently marketing and trying to fill my schedule and stressed out about how to make money for my business because as a human being, I'm currently kind of maxed out, but it's a funny question because I just started reading this book that my dad sent me called The E-Myth. And it's saying, you know, if you're the technician of your business, it's very hard to be the entrepreneur because right now I'm doing a lot of the labor, maybe like 70%. I do have a couple of employees, but since my business is very like come and go and all my clients are very last minute, it's really hard to build like a sustainable situation in the moment. But that is definitely the goal and what I'm going to be focusing on this year.
0: And that's what I've always admired about you, Sammy. Like, I feel like you care more about the community than the money and the money will fall into place because of that, because your priority has always been the experience and making sure that, you know, you're able to cater to somebody without being spread thin for yourself. And I know I've been victim of that myself a lot of times, putting too much on my plate for a monetary purpose, and then you're spread too thin. So that's really awesome that you can think like that.
1: I've definitely been victim of that as well. And I definitely get inquiries and I'll send them a quote and they say, yeah, that works. And I'm kind of shocked because I thought maybe I went a little bit too high or, you know, something. And, and when they say, yeah, it's like, okay, well, you know, I think the advice that I could give somebody who wanted to do this is like, you have to see how much it's worth to you to do it. And in the beginning I was catering a lot and I'm like emphasizing the word a lot of stuff for free and that's because at that point in my life it was more worth it for me to just get experience and meet people and network and show people my food than money at this point sometimes I get an inquiry and it's like well I have a really busy week that week and I know I'm already booked like Monday through Friday so for me to do a dinner on Saturday on top of that it has to make sense for me financially so that I can pay people to help me and that I'm not going to lose my mind and have plantar fasciitis from like standing too long and et cetera, et cetera. So I think sometimes pricing just comes from like a place of how worth it is it and is it worth it to, to put my body through stress? And, you know, sometimes it honestly feels like it is, in which case I do do things that will kind of break myself a little bit, but I'm definitely getting monumentally better at saying, no, I can't do that. It just doesn't work for me right now. And hopefully one day I'll have a really big team and a commercial kitchen and we'll be able to do anything and
0: everything. But that's just where I'm at. That day is definitely coming, Sammy. You know, Uh, I'm (laughs) in your corner with believing in that. What would you say, Sammy, with all your experience? If there's a lot of people that always want to open up their own restaurant or food establishment of some kind. What one piece of advice would you give somebody that's really considering diving headfirst into that
1: I think if you want to open some type of a you know a food establishment, it's really good to learn from people who've already done it and to really take their advice to heart and just to study how successful people have. Already done it and what they have to say. Um, I think a lot of people open food trucks specifically because it's a lower barrier cost to enter. And that helps a lot. You know, I started my whole entire food truck with less than $20,000 and I never needed to ask for money from anyone since that point. So, you know, you can't open a restaurant for $20,000. So I think the food truck industry specifically attracts some people who maybe just love to cook and they just want to try to open their own business but that is a lot of work to take on because once you cook every single day on a food truck which is a very small area very hot for let's say even a year you'll realize like it's very wearing and tearing and you don't just cook on a food truck you also have to pay the bills you also have to manage the accounting you also have to make sure you have all your insurance and follow all the laws and the health department and you also have to do the maintenance of the truck and to me cleaning is always like the worst part but obviously you're going to have to be cleaning and there's a lot of other things that go into it so I just say to kind of just research it and what it is really going to take and I think passion leads people really far but passion can't make you from a small business to like a large business because there's a lot more that goes into it so
0: it sounds like they should come intern for you for free for a bit before (laughs) opening it up yeah probably i love that sammy and sammy last meal on earth what would it be if no calorie calories were not an issue if you could go to town what would be your last meal
1: maybe like a nice steak and some pasta
0: you love steak i love steak that's all no dessert included there
1: um. Yeah. He- heck yeah. Give me some, um, some ice cream or like a, a homemade dessert by like the best pastry chef in the world. And I don't even care what it is. Just surprise me.
0: Sounds amazing. Well, folks, you heard it. Sammy Udell, you could follow her on Instagram, whole Sam and whole is her website. If you live in LA, hit her up because she has the best healthy food I've ever had. It's hard to eat healthy and taste great. And she makes it happen. Sammy, you're the best. I really appreciate you coming on and uh, keep kicking ass. Thank you so much. Thank you. It's nice to
1: talk to you. See you soon. Thanks. Take care, Sammy.